Well, as I mentioned a bit earlier, it was a day of reflection in Lytton, BC today. That's about 260 kilometers northeast of Vancouver. Uh, that is the area that was destroyed by a devastating and deadly fire one year ago today. It came off a record heat wave. The Lytton had been in the news around the world, 49 degrees. It had hit the hottest Canadian uh, on temperature on record. Um, and then a day later, this fire just tore through the town. $102 million worth of damage, the Insurance Board of Canada estimates. It took 10 months for the debris removal to start. Uh, rebuilding has been a slow and frustrating process uh, for many there. Um, but today, again, was a day to look back and also to look ahead. And joining us now is Edith Lorraine Kuhanga. Uh, she's a longtime school administrator and a Lytton resident who lost her home in the fire last year. Thanks so much for your time tonight. Thank you, Ben, for having me. What was it like today, the mood? Uh, what, what was going on in Lytton today, and what was the mood like? I think um, initially when um, people started to arrive, there was a lot of anxiety and um, fear. Um, um, but then as soon as people started to see each other that they hadn't seen, you know, all of a sudden, you know, people were embracing one another and uh, and just so happy to be able to see people that they hadn't seen or if they had once or twice in the last year. Uh, so, um, so I think that we saw a change as people started arrive. Um, and, uh, and then it, you know, turned out to be a, a really good event. I guess you got a sense of what could be if, uh, if the community rebuilds and everyone comes back. Yes, we had uh, we had uh, 420 people register, um, and uh, and there was some that went to right directly to the gym, um, and then we had about 80 volunteers. So today we had you know over 500 people come together, um, which is pretty remarkable because we have not had the opportunity. Um, you know the the big thing about Lytton that. Uh, people you know don't understand is that the town was burnt and uh, and the main um IR18 of LFN Lytton First Nation <clears throat> but we still have each other and i think that people you know are still clinging on to those relationships it was a very small town we're very well connected with one another and so that's what we're all missing and so the opportunity to come together today was pretty incredible. What are your memories of that day? I know you lost your home. Uh, what were your memories of a year ago today? What do you think of, think of when you think back to it now? Well, um, you know, uh, we've been participating in a time capsule project with the University of Victoria. And um, so over the last week, um, um, you know, we were writing and our kids were, were doing um their memories on, on stones that were going to be put into the time capsule today. And so, um, you know, I just finally found a rental in Lytton. Um, and so I had community members over for dinner last uh, Saturday night. It was the first time that, that we were able to do that. And we started to talk about what that day was like and where were you and what happened. And, um, and so it was gut-wrenching. Um, to hear some of the stories that we haven't heard from each other. Um, and pretty um, mir miraculously that, you know, um, 
we we lost two people and we're you know our hearts go out to their families but when we stop and really think about that day it's amazing that there weren't many more lives lost um and so that's something that i think that we reflect on and we're thankful for that a few people like um deputy chief john hogan and <clears throat> Councillor uh, Nakaya Hanna jumped in and started really helping, trying to organize people from downtown Lytton to get out of downtown Lytton and go to our school, which we was what I was asked to do was to go set up a, an emergency center. So I think At the school, in yeah. some yeah. regards, you know, we're we're grateful. Um, there's um, lots of anger and frustration, of course. Because, you know, we didn't really start to see progress on the debris removal until about a month ago. And so, you know, when you're driving by that every single day with the fences still up, and if you want to go sit, visit your property, you have to put PPE in and you have to put a hard hat on and steel-toed boots and, um, you know, just to go and visit your property. I've only been back to my property twice. Once was to sift it, and a second time that I kind of snuck in when there was nobody at the gate <laughs> and just drove by the property, um, but I wasn't even able to get out because when I went to get out, that's when the security was there. So those are the only two times today. I, um, you know, they, uh, CBC was interviewing me and they wanted me to go to the property. I said no. Uh, so I was interviewed outside the property. So I think that, you know, there are some people like me who, you know, almost feel like we're, you know, we're in a work zone, which I understand, but it was our home. And uh, and in some ways, you know, barriers are continuously being put up. So I think that's been what's, you know, partly really frustrating and the lack of progress. I can imagine. Yeah. What, what's it like? Where are you living now compared to where you lived before? And how do you get things done if you're back there? Where do you shop? Where do you, where do you do your day to day? Cause I realize a lot of that happened in town in the past. That's right. I lived right on Fraser street. So there was Maine and then uh, Fraser street and Fraser street is where the fire started. So I lived on the other end of Fraser street. Um, and um, where I'm living is up on Loring Way, which is uh, on the opposite side of the highway, um, up on on the cliff a bit. Um, so, you know, when, when you're downtown, you get to see everybody, you know, um, people walk by and they stop and chat, and you're out in your yard, and, you know, and there's a lot of conversation, and, you know, um, but being up here um, on Loring Way, you, we don't have the same freedom um, that we did downtown. So, yes, we have be... to do all of our shopping outside of Lytton. There isn't any services at all right now in Lytton. But good for you to be back. I know you have responsibilities as well there, but it must be nice to be one of those who's been who's been able to go back. Yes, and you know, um, I feel really grateful that I finally was able to get a place because, you know, it was it was very difficult trying to work, uh, run the school, um, and not having a place to live. Um, being here for a couple of weeks, being there for a week, being here for a, w- a week. So, so I'm I'm very grateful that I now have a place that at least for the next year. How about the kids? How have they How have they adapted to this? Those that are there. You know, um, uh, we've only, we only had five 
students in our school population that were impacted by the fire that lost their homes. And there were five staff, myself included, and one board member. Um, And so, um, you know, but they were all displaced and they were all scattered all over the place. Our students had to do online learning. We ended up with a delayed school year um, in September. And then um, they were online up until February because when we were going to go back in November, then the atmospheric rivers happened and all the flooding happened and all the roads were washed out and the highways. And so by the time that the highway was opened and the roads were decent enough and safe enough for for our buses to travel on, we reopened uh, towards the end of February. So our kids, our students have had a really tumultuous year. And prior to that was two years of COVID. So when when I think of, of them, and today when I wrote my letter for the time capsule, my letter was written to them. Um, in 30 years, this is, you know, you're going to be the adults and you're going to be the parents. And so um, I, I reflected on that. And I just think that our kids are so resilient and so strong um, that they're going to make amazing leaders in in the future. And perhaps make Lytton what it once was again as well. Edith Loring Kahanga, thank you so much for your time tonight and sharing your thoughts about on this one year anniversary. Uh, I appreciate it. Thank you, Ben.